This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh Houts. But Joshua, we spent a lot of time talking about the negatives. Switching the page to the offense here, let's start with a positive. Devon A-Chain, RB1? Devon A-Chan, RB1. Excuse me, I apologize. Devon A-Chan, yeah, how dare you? I'm glad you're the one that messed it up and not me because I do it. I mess the name up once every pod. Um, I, I think he is at this point, Jake. I mean, you can see, um, I think Mostert's probably in the doghouse a little bit because he fumbled, had a little bit of a couple issues out there. Yeah. Caught one back, but that, that was insane. Two, he had yeah, like the so, worst game since he got to Miami. Yeah, I mean, a lot of Dolphins players seem to in this one, to be completely honest. But um, I think he is, man. Eight carries, 101 yards, 12.6, two touchdowns again. He, he's a touchdown machine, and, um, you know, he's got the speed. You can see the vision out there. He's making an impact in the passing game. Um, again, my biggest thing is, Jake, it's how did they not see this talented of a player on their unit where they were sitting there calling up Indianapolis and things like that? I mean, uh, this dude's a stud, and I'm glad um, he's on the Miami Dolphins, and I'm interested to see how they – um, use these backs moving forward. Salvin Ahmed was out there a little bit, right? Towards the end of the game, I thought I saw him. So we know he's back in there, but um, I think he supplanted him. And again, I think after Ohim Mostert's day, um, yeah, HN, RB1. So the, the Bills were going bananas early in that game, and it was almost HN who was single-handedly kind of keeping them in the game with just his explosiveness. Um, he ranks number two in the league of runs that go for either a touchdown or a first down at 37%. So one out of three carries for him is either going to be a first down or a touchdown. That's pretty exciting. And I mean, Raheem Mostert probably had one of the worst performances of his entire career. Seven carries, nine yards. And let me see. I think he had a solid day as a receiver. Three receptions on five targets for 36 yards. And, and to keep in mind, too, he ranks number five in the league in carries that go for either a touchdown or first down at 29%. Uh, those stats come from Lord Reeves on Twitter. Be sure to give him a follow. Really great analytics guy. Uh, man. It is a great one-two punch, but uh, Devon Achane just leaves me speeches. So far this year, 27 carries, 309 yards, six total touchdowns. The only issue I have, and I don't know if this is really how it goes, but when you look at this Dolphins offense, and as we go through pump, pump, fumble, punt, interception, downs, drives like that, Josh, I'm just curious to get your thoughts because Devon Achane, uh, five targets and another eight carries. That's 13, 13 touches. Dude, I thought Jalen Waddle was open all game long. I can't believe he was targeted five times. He caught four for 46 yards. He was targeted four times. A ball was tipped and he caught it. That, that was great from him. But the Bills defense did such a good job of strangling the Dolphins offense outside of A-Chan. I was just curious, where was Jalen Waddle? That's someone I thought that could be unlocked in a game against Buffalo where everybody's staring at Tyreek. You see what A-Chan can do. You see what Mostert can do. I I was left speechless wondering where Waddle was. 
Yeah, and I think there were maybe some plays that were open. I mean, I honestly, I went back and watched a little bit of it, but I just, um, today was just an emo day for me, but you would wanted to see him get more involved, right? I mean, I think we were both kind of predicting he'd score a touchdown. I know I had him start in fantasy. I thought he was going to have a big day, but um, I'm looking at that, Jake, and to your point, I mean, when Braxton Berrios has the most targets in your receiving core, I mean, is that not the issue right there? I mean, I don't know what Buffalo was doing precisely. I mean, again, we talked about how good those linebackers were. I believe uh, Terrell Bernard actually had a pick. We, I mean, we kind of forecasted some of what was going to happen, right? We talked about that uh, errant interception that was bound to happen. We talked about um, – I brought up that New Orleans game, which I shouldn't have, but um, I just wish that um, they got more involved because those are that's your bread and butter, man. The reason you're winning games, the reason you're putting up video game numbers is because you're getting Tyreek Hill to football. You know, you're targeting Jalen Waddle when he's back and healthy. So um, I, I, I'm interested to see the way the Dolphins decide to um, change things because I think even Mike McDaniel alluded to it. The Bills, they changed their game plan throughout the game. The Dolphins kind of did not, and it bit him in the butt. So, um, Tua looked decent, though, right? I mean, there was no problems there other than that interception. I mean, he, he went out there and, what, 25-35 for 282 yards? I mean, he had a solid game. Yeah, definitely thought he was solid. There are a couple of times where, strangely enough, he held onto the ball too long, but that's exactly what Buffalo's game plan was to do. Tua was actually sacked four times on the day, and you mentioned him earlier, man, but I think the biggest question – was asked on Twitter by our friend Cap. And he simply put it, man, the Dolphins better get an absolute legend for the sixth-round pick they got in return for Dan Feeney because Liam Eichenberg was absolutely brutal at center for most of the day. Yeah, I'm dying laughing because I just remember now I went on like a Liam Eichenberg rant. And then is that when I went to the defense and started talking? Is that? Okay, yeah. That's the Dory Bray, man. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, dude, that offensive line was just atrocious. And you saw the, I mean, you see the picture going around. I, I saw the way that Liam Eichenberg was like spread out doing a split and he almost looked exactly like the wishbone man that comes in the turkey that you like break to, to, to see what happens. So he was on skates. I mean, that's what kind of led to the um, Teron Armstead injury, which now he's out against the Giants. So that entire offensive line was kind of spinning out of control. But Liam Eichenberg, in my notes, I just had get him the, get him off my team. I mean, it was much worse than that, but dude, get him off my team. I don't even know that I want him as a reasonable backup, but um, you know, for three weeks we sat here and talked about everyone was posting a Chris Greer thing about him saying about the offensive line and how, you know, that we were more worried about than him and how Chris Greer is right. I don't know if that's true at this point, because if this was your backup plan at center, um, someone, I mean, that that's just a terrible idea, right? Yeah. The, the move trading Dan Feeney just seems like the silliest, 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 silliest move. He could play like everywhere. He was like a legit Swiss army knife and they let him go. No, I, I, I tend to be a little on the nicer side, Josh. Do you feel like Liam Eichenberg might've looked a little better if someone like um, Teron Armstead doesn't get hurt? He actually got rolled up middle of the game and uh, we haven't mentioned it yet, but Teron Armstead, Mike McDaniel said he'll be out weeks, not days. So they're just going to spend a couple of days just wrapping the bubble wrap around him, And then from there, we'll, we'll just kind of take it as we go. Uh, but man, that kind of seemed like when the offensive line really fell apart after Armstead played about 30% of the snaps or so. Yeah, I haven't seen the, uh, like I said, I was trying to stay off of stuff today. I didn't hear that quote. That's just, uh, oh. I just put my head down like, son of a, like, that's the first time I'm hearing about him. My heart broke a little bit. So, um, you know, every, everyone's down on him, right? But when Toronto Arms is not in that lineup, it's much different despite how good Kendall Lamb has looked. So, to your point, Jake, maybe that's what it was. I know that Liam Eikenberg hasn't really played much at center. He took some reps when Connor Williams was out during training camp. But to Connor Williams' point, I mean, is this not – the, the, the game you show them, this is why I need to get paid. This is why you should pay me right now so I can be happy. But he wasn't out because of that, anything to do with that, right? He was legitimately hurt. 
Yeah, Mike McDaniel came out following the game, and he did say that both Connor Williams and Jalen Phillips were very close to playing, headed in the right direction, but they just weren't able to make it. So that kind of gives you the idea that they will be active next Sunday. And God, I, I think I don't think anyone should ever complain about Connor Williams maybe beef in one snack. You spent a first round pick on Tua. You spent a fifth overall pick on Tua. You're not going to have a perfect offense. Tua can mask some difficulties, and I think he does a great job. I mean, there was a Aikenberg sent him a ground ball, I think, at one point yesterday, and he actually did a great job of, of picking it up, and I think it was a bubble screen to Jalen Waddle. It was batted down, but but Tua still, just how quickly he was able to get the ball off the ground and throw it out there. I mean, the snaps are a concern, but I think Tua does a great job at maybe masking that, and sometimes every team's going to have those issues, and you got to be able to kind of work around them. Yeah, for sure. And um, not to piggy, uh, you know, jump down Liam Eikenberg's throat again, but he did have that illegal, he was like downfield, illegal man downfield and that waddle touchdown, which, I mean, it seemed like the Dolphins were starting to get a little bit of momentum to try to climb back into this thing. So, um, yeah, man, I hope uh, that offensive line can get together. And like you mentioned, Tua does have the ability to mask some of that, but um, he was under duress and it was just Buffalo really bringing four up front, but they had a, a damn good four up front. Have you seen the movie Madagascar? I have, but I mean, I you can't ask me questions about is there, it. Is, is there, there like a giraffe a, in it? Is there? The, I'm thinking of the little squirrel guy that got a little famous. You know what I'm talking about? He just kind of like that's talks ice, really... the Ice Age one where he goes after the yes. nut. Yes, the Ice Age squirrel. Sorry, that as you can t see this it's reference, all, it's all the same there. basically. Is that Ice Age squirrel? Is there a is there a scene in the first one where there's like this big snowball avalanche coming down and he's trying to hold it up all by himself? I think so. Yeah. Can you put Liam Eikenberg on that? Because oh, <laughs> that's it. Like, he literally, the way his legs are giving out, it's like he's holding a snowball that's about to destroy an entire village. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, I feel that. I mean, he was put in a tough situation. Ed Oliver is an absolute monster. They have a fantastic pass rush. Sean McDermott is an awesome coach. But that's why we kind of got to laugh about Eichenberg, right? You got to laugh so we don't cry. And, and if it means he's sit, I think, because... I want to call the squirrel Sid, but I feel like there was actually someone else named Sid in the movie who had like a uh, lisp, I think. Yeah, yeah. Sid was like the guy with like the eyes all inside of it. I don't know what exactly it was, but. Two big teeth coming at it. Like yeah, the sharp, yeah. Like canine so you know, type you know a lot more than you'd lead on. <laughs> That's how you got to go about things. That is how you got to go about it. And to go back to the point I had earlier about the idea of maybe crowd played a role in this, uh, the Dolphins, eight penalties for 98 yards. The Buffalo Bills, four for 20. That's very nice. Uh, Dolphins in the red zone, three for four. Bills, five for six. There are just little things like that, man, where it just really piles up. Dolphins on third down, three for 10. Bills, five for 10. The biggest difference, man, fourth down efficiency, 0 for three. So let me ask you this. Let me put it this way. What's one thing we saw from the Bills game that we're not going to see again? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
hopefully, um, I mean, in some of those short yards. I thought you were going to say Lee Meikenberg at center. <laughs> oh, man, that would have been good. We're talking offensively, right? I was just going to bring up how in some of those short yardage situations, they should have just ran that damn thing right up the middle. And, I mean, I feel like Mike McDaniel realized that he should have done that in some instances and that he also um, abandoned the run earlier than he expected. But I like your answer better. Liam Meikenberg, please. If I had to pick one thing we won't see again, one, Braxton Barrios leaving the team in targets. To be fair, though, he caught all six of the targets that came his way into touchdown, and he had some great clutch catches. Um, Alec Ingoldman, that's another player I thought they kind of waited a little too long to get involved in the game. I think when they're playing that two-safety deep look, you can really lean on someone like Alec Ingold. I don't know. Maybe it was following that Denver game, the um, you know, the plays where it was both Moster and A-Chan on the field together. Um, works so well. So I wonder if maybe that kind of played into Mike McDaniel using Alec Ingold a little less and maybe going like all speed. And to bring up my point from last week, guys, did the Dolphins have too much speed? Did they need to go a little slower and that could have been a difference maker? Uh, that's that's a question. That's an answer I won't have. I don't think the Dolphins are ever going to show us that, right? They're all about that speed. But overall, man, I didn't think there was anything that the Bills did that was like game-changing against this Dolphins offense. I saw nothing that really made me feel like this isn't fixable. Uh, like I said before, sometimes you get just punched in the face, you deal with it, and you're kind of stuck moving on with the group. This might be me asking a question because we do too much of podcasting. Um, River Craycraft, is there any – would he being on the field change anything? No, nothing at all. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I love you, River Craycraft, but I, I don't know that I can say that. Maybe Robbie Chosen. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, man. I, I, I don't know what the offense could have done other than having a fully healthy, you know, if Connor Williams was out there, maybe things might have been a little different. I mean, I do think Liam Eikenberg was that bad, but I feel like the entire offensive line, you know, like you mentioned, kind of crumbled when Teron Armstead went out. I mean, I think Mike McDaniel even kind of alluded to, you know, things kind of going down after. I feel like that's what he's referring to. And then, everything kind of snowballed out of control. So I, I just hope these two teams at some point can play healthy, right? I, I know Bills fans were complaining and using the excuse before the game about Jordan Poyer being out, but, I mean, you mentioned what could be different. Deshaun Elliott, you know, Jalen Phillips, Connor Williams, Teron Armstead. I mean, this game yeah. might have looked a little bit different. Yeah, so um, hopefully well, that's what happens in the next meeting. But don't be too down, Dolphin fans. I know that was an absolute butt whooping after, you know, the high we had. Now we kind of hit a low. But you're still three and one. We got the Giants, we got the Panthers, and then we got the Eagles. So better days are ahead. Or like you said, maybe darker days.